<laughs> Welcome in to Garbage Time Fantasy Football. Not loud enough, bring the heat. Not loud enough. Welcome in to Garbage Time Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Ron Seymour, joined today by the one, the only, Joseph McCann. There we go. Special Friday night show. <laughs> Oh yeah, Friday night. We're continuing our divisional breakdowns today. Me and Joe will be bringing you the AFC North. Ryan and JJ are uh, probably not doing anything important and they should be here, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I'm sure they're not doing anything family related on a Friday night. (laughs) No, definitely not. Uh, They should totally be here. The fact that they're not, it's just ridiculous. Like, get, get your shit together, you know? Ron, can we just brag and like talk about the fact that the heckling fandom seems to be growing and we want to thank everyone that's listening to the show lately. I've been seeing a lot more downloads lately. People seem to be responding a lot more to it. And I'm loving the fact that everything seems to be going on the way up. Yes. And I love it. And if you are part of the heckling fandom, get your friends to be part of the heckling fandom. Tell them about the awesome content we are putting out. And we are also just trying to increase our quality and the things that we are doing also so we're just going to get better so grow with us you know and we ask that you leave voicemails and comments and talk trash also leave reviews because we love to respond to them and we want this to be part of your show too definitely so you don't just have to listen to us full time (laughs) you can leave a voicemail at our website www.garbagetimefantasyfootball.com uh, obviously you can find us wherever you can find podcasts uh, that would be on Spotify Google, Apple iHeartRadio like you said basically anywhere basically anywhere all the big ones um, make sure you leave a five star review or a review hit us up on our Instagram at garbage time fantasy football Leave us you can some. also listen to sample clips there too. Sample, yep, yep. Joe's, Joe's got that on lock. Uh, our audio is also on YouTube with some cool little filters. Uh, we're working on possibly putting our beautiful faces on YouTube. Just trying to figure out the best way we want to do it and make sure make sure it's good for you guys. And lastly, if you're listening to the show tomorrow too and you need to put bets on MMA tomorrow for UFC 264, Ryan and Casey have a podcast out. It's Garbage Time Presents, the MMA podcast on our website, garbagetimerff.com. Again, garbagetimerff.com. Click the right tab and you can also listen to it on Spotify and anywhere else you listen to podcasts too. So So give that a listen too. You didn't say the name right though. Give them the correct name then. It's it's garbage time presents the oh, MMA podcast. Oh, I forgot the. Yeah, you gotta MMA you gotta podcast. really get in there, you know, because it's an exciting podcast, and they are potentially going to help people win money. So you got to give them that that emphasis. All right, now into the show, Ron. Give me that news drop. Oh no! Oh no, Joe. News updates. Oh, I just needed to hear it. So bad. 
All right. Did you hear anything about Devontae Adams potentially getting a new contract? I mean, I just don't think he wants to be there if Aaron Rodgers isn't there. <laughs> it's, it's just telling me they're doing everything to try to get their boy back, but I think he's going to make them sweat it all, all the way until the start of the season. He's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be the number one, the week one starter. Um, I think he completely intends on doing it now, uh, just the way he is, but he's definitely not going to let them know until it's almost time. I suppose if they offer him enough money, he's going to be like, yeah, I'll stay. I don't care if Aaron Rodgers is here, but. Yeah. So the, the rumor with Devontae Adams was potentially $30 million a year, which is an insane number for a wide receiver. I mean, but he's totally worth it. Yeah. But will he be worth it if Aaron Rodgers isn't there? I mean, I guess we'll find out if they extend <laughs> him to that. <laughs> I'm coming around to the fact that I think Aaron Rodgers is going to play this year. Me too. And I still think it'll be with the pack. Yeah. I, I really, I've, I've come around. I've thought Here's, that's the um, way. Originally, I was really kind of thinking maybe Denver, a bit of a troll, you know. So we'll it, see. It, it'd be cool if it was Denver. That would, mm-hmm. those people would, their fantasy values would increase like crazy. Yeah, I know. And we've covered that on many, many episodes already. So don't worry, we're not going to get into that again. Instead, let's talk about another contract that we do not think is going to get done, which is Allen Robinson, who was franchise tagged this year. But it is being reported that they are probably not going to reach an extension with him by the time the deadline is coming on the 15th. Yeah, which is ridiculous. They better get one done. He's finally possibly got a good quarterback to play with for the first time in his career and they're not going to pay him, and then he'll probably end up going somewhere like that That doesn't have a good quarterback again. Ron, you okay over there? You look like you have to like I, burp or I had to, I had to burp in a, one of the I two. Definitely burp. I didn't I didn't want to like belch right into the microphone, so I just kind of so, – So you don't have double trouble going on over there? You don't need to yeah. run away to the bathroom and me to run solo for like 10 minutes? No, not right now. Maybe later. I mean, <laughs> anything can happen. Oh my God. All right. I'll try not yeah. to do that to you. Yeah. Let's not do that. So uh, I also believe, like you said, um, JJ, I really like Justin Fields. I think he's going to be good. Um, don't know if he'll start in week one, but he'll be starting very early in the season if you guys are losing games. So you're going to get to see him on the field this year. So you have that to look forward to. I'm just not sure why the Bears wouldn't start in week one, if I'm being honest. Yeah, well, that's because they have a stubborn head coach who I think is going to go with the veteran because he thinks he's got a better chance to win with the veteran. But, you know, I don't think he'll see what everybody else sees, which is Justin Fields is immensely talented and gives them the best chance to win. We'll see, though. I completely Uh, agree. JG's dynasty team kind of hinges on it, too, considering you took him in the second round. I mean, he's probably looking for production for him in the long term, but... Right, yeah. production would be much better for him. It would definitely help his team. Mm-hmm. And uh, lastly, for news too, Kansas City Chiefs are talking up McCole Hardman for the third season in a row as their breakout player. He's wide receiver number two there. Sammy Watkins is gone. So, I mean, we'll see. You got to love all the hype train news coming out of camp. Yeah, because hype train never, like, doesn't stay in the station when the season actually starts. Right, right? yeah. Yeah. Like you said, this is the third year in a row they've talked up McCole Hardman and he hasn't really done anything. I will say, though, that Sammy Watkins is gone now. That could increase how much he's on the field. Mm-hmm. But 
And I will say last year, the rookie receivers um, being productive right out of the gate typically isn't what happens. It does take a little bit longer for wide receivers to produce on the field. So maybe he will. We'll see. We'll see. Definitely in the right offense. If he can't do it in this offense, then he's just not going to be able to do it. Yeah, no, he he ain't going to do it anywhere else. Andy Reid's going to be able to get the most out of his players. But that's not according to Le'Veon Bell, who says Andy Reid is supposedly a bad coach. Says the running back that's currently out of the league. Stop it. (laughs) Uh, All right. Are you ready to get into the AFC North breakdown? Let's get into the AFC North breakdown. We'll start it out with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You're going to really make me flip over my notes? Fine. I will. Well, see here. One of us wrote everything down on a piece of paper. The other one has a nice little spreadsheet. Mm. Um. So That's funny. Who, I, I write down all my stuff on paper and still had a better league record than you last year. So, oh my goodness, one Whatever. year. Scribe it on one a computer. Year. Scribe it on a computer. Scribe it on a piece of paper. Doesn't matter. Same result. Are you done? Go ahead. Okay. Steelers, <laughs> 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 we've got, you know, Big Ben is still their quarterback. Uh, they won the division with them last year, but that was mostly their defense i believe uh for their running back they've got the rookie Najee harris wide receivers juju deontay johnson and chase claypool tight ends eric ebron and the rookie pat Fairmuth. that's else? all they got <laughs> well i mean th- those are like the top people at the positions they've got backup running backs that don't really matter because believe me Harris is going to be the bell cow this year. They got a backup quarterback in Dwayne Haskins. I mean, which, which is, this is difficult to say, but might almost be an improvement on their backup QB situation from years prior. That's how, yeah, but that's because <laughs> big Ben has been neurotic and doesn't want a talented quarterback behind him. That's why they give him average quarterbacks behind him. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that ego. All right, so what do you got Big Ben throwing for this year? I've got Big Ben this year. You know, he's a little bit older. I actually have him in our Dynasty League, but I drafted him very late because I took a lot of young rookies that are not going to produce this year probably. I got him at 4,200 yards this year, 36 touchdowns, 11 picks, a generally average year for him. I will say this. In most cases, our stats are very close. And I don't even see yours before. I have him at 42,084 42, yards. <laughs> 42,484 yards. I only got five hours of sleep today. Um, oh, only five? 38 touchdowns and eight interceptions. Like, so I had two more touchdowns and a few less interceptions. But other than that, like, we're right on. This is going to be a boring as ass episode if we're just Going back and forth, and we got oh, the I'm sure there's something everyone. somewhere. There's got to be. <laughs> so, um, what do you think that'll do for fantasy owners if he actually puts up these numbers? Do you think he's nothing more than a backup quarterback this year? Yeah, like starter, you, have, you have him. He might be a good super flex option for you for, and like he could be a good streamer. You know what I mean? He's still Big Ben. He's older. Who knows how his elbow? Maybe one more year after his injury. Maybe he's it's gotten better, which is not generally what happens when you get older. It generally takes longer, not fast, you know. Mm-hmm. So he could come out and throw more, but 
I think they drafted Najee for a reason. I think they want to pound the ball and play defense. Um, it's a real problem when you don't add your offensive line, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like I said, I think they want to pound the ball. I, I gave Najee Harris 310 rushing attempts this year. Yeah, that sounds generally in the ball area where he's going to get. Yeah, like I, I think he definitely has over 300 rushing attempts. I got him for 1,300 yards and <laughs> 10 touchdowns. Are we aligned again? Well, I've got Najee Harris at 1,270 yards, <laughs> nine touchdowns, 300 yards receiving, and two receiving touchdowns. Oh, I got – okay. I got him for almost 700 yards receiving. Oh, okay. So I don't think he's coming off the field. And uh, Big Ben is, you know, the second half of the year when they started not playing as well, I think Big Ben's arm gave out mm-hmm. and he started dinking and dunking it way more. And I think Najee Harris is a really good pass catcher. That's one of his things coming out of college. You know, even though he's a very large running back, yep. he, he is a very good pass catcher. And I think they're going to use him, I think, uh, Big Ben is going to end up targeting him a lot. I've got him for 69 catching, 685 yards, and six touchdowns receiving. I guess we slightly disagree here, too, because I think they're going to want to reserve him a little bit for the future. So I do think he's going to be the bell cow, but I think he will come off the field on third down a lot. One, because the offensive line, like we said, is absolute shit. There's no doubt about that. Um, one, they have a, they also have a lot of – I already said one – and two, they have a lot of other targets here, I think, that can take the dink and dunk passes. They drafted a tight end, Pat Fryermuth, who's going to be a security blanket with Eric Ebron for those short passes. And they've got three fantastic wide receivers who can take those short and intermediate passes. So I don't think they'd really need to throw it to the running back all that often. My thing with Najee is you said they're going to want to save him. He won't get a, se- a big second contract with this team. He came out of college old. Yeah. Like he's older than some of the people that are like Clyde Edwards Lair is younger than Najee Harris. It's telling you something. So, so as a rookie, he's older than rookies from last year. And so as less tread too, because they use him a lot at Alabama. Right. That's what I mean. So I wouldn't be surprised if in three, four years, Najee already takes a decline. So I I bet the Steelers are just going to be like, you know, I'm just going to, we're just going to, and I do, I believe over the next three, four years, they're going to use him a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's just going to wear out his body. And he's built like an animal. I disagree with that. I don't think you'll see a decline after three or four years. You just won't see him on a second contract with Pittsburgh. He'll be somewhere else, but that's neither here or there. And that's for dynasty way down the line. So we're not concerned with that right now. But yeah, this year, I think, I think they, i Bring them out here and just showcase. Yeah, well, they're definitely bringing their stallion out for this season. They don't have yeah. much else to do. <laughs> All right, let's get into these wide receivers. Uh, Juju, Deontay, and Chase Claypool. Who do you think is the number one wide receiver? It's going to be Deontay. I, I, I agree. Shit, this is going to be a boring episode. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not by at? much. It's not by much. I've got him at 1,050 yards. I got him for just under 1,200. So no, there's a little bit of a difference then. I, I see yeah. these wide receivers being pretty even this 
uh, season. I've got him at 1,050 yards and eight touchdowns. I, I think he's going to catch a lot. So you see him as a little bit of an improvement then than I do. Yeah, well, I just feel like Deontay Johnson is the guy. He, he was the one that was most targeted by Big Ben last year, and Big Ben has been a quarterback that when he gets a player he likes, he kind of hyper-targets that player. Mm-hmm. And if Deontay Johnson can fix his uh, dropped issues and stay on the field, I've got him for – uh, 119 catches because I think he just, I think he'd probably be, you know, short intermediate routes. I mm-hmm. think that's what they're going to try to go with a lot this year. Uh, Chase Claypool. I would like to say he could think, but he he's the boom bust. I feel like he's going to be the boom bust. And then Juju's just an auxiliary piece in the slot. Yeah. I've got Chase Claypool's boom bust being pretty good this year. I've actually got him at a thousand yards. See, I do not. What do you got Chase got Claypool at? Just under 800. Yeah. So I guess there is a little bit of a difference on how we see yeah. they're going to use this offense. So I've got Claypool at a thousand yards and nine touchdowns, actually. So I think he's going to have more touchdowns than Deontay Johnson. I got Claypool at seven receiving touchdowns, mm-hmm. but I also got Claypool running the ball 50 times for 175 yards and five touchdowns. Which in PPR leagues would be fantastic for his value. Yeah, like he just – they like using him around the goal line. Mm-hmm. Like he, they did it quite a few times last year. I mean, the dude is big. He's athletic. They're going to want to do those end arounds and stuff with him. And if Najee comes out and does what I think he can do, you know, they're going to have to stock the box a little bit more. So those end arounds and jet sweeps and stuff will be really effective. Yeah. He, I think he'll take more of a role doing that this year too, because they're going to have to get creative because Najee is going to be the main focus of most teams offenses. They're going to stack the bots. So they're going to have to get creative. So Chase Claypool could get these targets in that variety that you're talking about. They'll use him creatively and it may impact your fantasy team positively. And, uh, As for Juju, too, I've got him actually doing a little bit less, but he's still going to have a very good season. I've got him at 900 yards and also eight touchdowns. So I think he's going to have a pretty decent year, too. I see all three of these uh, wide receivers having a pretty decent year with the added game. Um, They're all going to have successful years. So, I mean, nine touchdowns, eight touchdowns, eight touchdowns. It's going to be a very even offense, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think I got – I think our main discrepancy here is I got Najee more involved in the passing game than you do. Mm which is causing the wide receivers numbers to be a little bit lower. Right. Uh, plus I had Deontay doing a little bit better than you. So, but I mean, we're not far off in anything really. No. How do you feel uh, about I, the tight ends? I don't feel about the tight ends. I don't think either one of them will really be fantasy relevant. Uh, I think between the two of them, I could see 600 yards and seven touchdowns, but I think it's going to be very split. So maybe both of them having three to 400 yards. Um, Between the two of them, I got 700 yards and four touchdowns. So that's funny. So you have more yards, less touchdowns. I've got less yards, more touchdowns because of Ben's (laughs) shitty arm. Yeah. (laughs) So we'll see how that turns out. But I mean, I think we kind of both see this offense heading in the same direction. Just a little bit of a disagreement on, 
who's going to be getting the passing targets, whether that's right, yeah. running back or more to the wide receivers. And the thing is right now with these wide receivers, you can get almost all of them at a value in drafts. None of them are really – because there's three of them, nobody really knows who's going to do it. Right. So that has tanked their average draft position, which could be a really good value if you hit on the right one. Exactly. So there right, is, there's definitely some fantasy value on this Steelers roster, but it's more towards the mid-round of your draft. Besides Najee Harris, there's not really any early-round targets for you. Right. Um, all right, so we'll move on to – I got the Baltimore Ravens next on my list. Um, Lamar Jackson's biggest fan. It's hard not to be a fan of Lamar Jackson for fantasy. I mean, yes, the beginning of last year was rough, but I feel like they turned it around. I think they've – this year they've surrounded him with better weapons than what he had last year. They brought in Rashad Bateman. Uh, Sammy Watkins can't really stay healthy, hasn't really been super relevant, but maybe. Marquise Brown, a Marquise Brown, another year in the offense. You know, he was a rookie last year. No year before i think last oh, year was the year second before? year yeah oh wow oh okay yeah this is going um, into the third year i believe all right another well still another year in the offense like he's mm-hmm. got that big play take a slant and go 80 yards potential yeah and jk dobbins you know i mean this running game is just going to be nasty nasty all right question for you yeah you going to keep Lamar Jackson in our league? <laughs> in our auction league? Yeah. As I haven't? I thought you did last year. I don't think I do. Who does have him then? I don't know. I don't think it's me. I swear to God you had him. Maybe I did. It depends on how much I paid for him. I wouldn't keep him for anything more than five, more than five dollars. All right, we'll get off this selfish topic. What do you have Lamar Jackson at next year's standard as? So... Obviously, with Lamar Jackson, the passing volume isn't going to be his bread and butter. Someone small just, ass pie. Yeah. So I've only got him throwing for 3,241 yards. I think the efficiency comes up. <laughs> I do think the efficiency comes up in the touchdown rating, though. And I got, I got him for 30 touchdowns, which I believe is a little bit higher than what he did last year. Uh, but I also got him running for. 1,085 yards and eight touchdowns there. Sounds about right. You laughed. I laughed because it's all a similar damn ballpark for the AFC North. So I've got Lamar Jackson at 2,900 passing yards, 27 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, and he's going to rush for 1,100 yards and score 16 touchdowns. 16? 16. That is a lot of rushing touchdowns. It is, but they've also an added game this year. And how many did he score last year? Seven. He's going to use his legs more. He's never been over 10 in the his first three years. He might break the rushing touchdown record for QBs this year. That is a lot. I disagree with your statement. He's rushing. <laughs> like the yardage? Fine. I can see the yardage. 16 rushing touchdowns. It's highly likely. He will be the QB one if he rushes for 16 rushing touchdowns. Like he will finish as you should go. 
101. If he's rushing for 16 rushing touchdowns, <laughs> you draft him 101. He's a running back, man, and there's if running backs. Believe- that, listen, 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 hold on. There's decent running backs who get 13 in a regular 16-game season, right? Yeah, right. but he's, yeah. he's a decent red zone target. They have one less running back this year. He may be piling in it a lot. I'm not saying that's like his top end line. I really think it's possible for him to rush that many. You would love that. I would love it. I love watching Lamar Jackson run. It's freaking amazing. We'll we'll call it a my bold take. That is definitely a bold. We're not call like that is fire all around. Like that is on fire and in a fire somehow. It is fireception. <laughs> they got a good offensive line. Oh wow, that's I don't even know how to move on from this. Uh, all right, we'll move on to the actual running backs on the team. Uh, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, like you said, they're down one. There was rumblings about them bringing in Todd Gurley. Uh, Not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Uh, they brought him in as an emergency in case one of them go down. Right. Um, So I got Dobbins. I am excited about his rushing ability. I got him for 250 attempts, a little over 1,200 yards and 13 touchdowns. But I think where he loses some of his fantasy value is he's not going to be involved in the passing game that often. Bullshit. And, and with and with this passing game being already so low, like what he is involved isn't going to be much. Well, from a previous episode, you already know I'm very high on J.K. Dobbins this season. So the numbers I got him at, He's going to be the second highest rusher in the AFC this year. And I've got him at 1,350 yards, 12 touchdowns. And I think he's going to have four receiving touchdowns too. I've got him for three receiving touchdowns. How many receiving yards you got him for though? And catches. Mm-hmm. Didn't really set him out at that because I don't think it's going to be a lot of receiving yards. I just think he's going to be more of a red zone target there. So not a lot. See, I've got him for 25 catches and on 200 yards on the season. That's potential but i think they're going to get him like a lot of red zone third down work right uh i don't have gus edwards doing much of the passing game either Uh, i do got him rushing for 135 attempts 594 yards and six touchdowns i think it's funny that you're the one that tie on jk dobbins but i had dobbins with more rushing touchdowns than you did yeah well, maybe he's going to have a really Well, good, I mean, when Lamar Jackson too. is, you know, scoring 16 rushing touchdowns, <laughs> how could anybody else get any? Uh, we'll, we'll see, I guess. Just some, something in my gut tells me it's going to be a, a, a lot of him running in. He's, he's just so lanky, and I could see him doing something insane like that. It, it's very bold, but add the extra it's game. Not, I mean, it's not outside the realm of possibility. Because what you're essentially what you're saying is he's going to get one rushing touchdown a game, right? Which Not is even, very really. possible for him. Which to is do. possible, but like you hear the number and it's just like, how many rushing touchdowns did Cam Newton have last year? Eleven, maybe. I don't know. Off the top, because like head. people were talking about that being a lot for a quarterback, That's and it's like, I just, I can't get over it. I've got Gus Edwards at 700 yards, three touchdowns, three receiving touchdowns. So I think they're going to very heavily rely on those three, even with the wide receivers they brought in. All right, so let's move on to the wide receivers. Um, <laughs> you can't even get over it. I can't. I can't. 
All right, let's get on to the receivers then. Who do you think is going to be the number one wide receiver in this team? Uh, I think it'll still be Marquise Brown. Uh, I think Rashad Bateman's going to kind of go through a little bit of hiccups as a rookie. He'll have an okay year. I've got Marquise Brown at 700 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, Rashad Bateman, 650 yards, five touchdowns. I got it flipped. You really think the rookie's going to have a little bit of a better I really chance. think – I think Lamar Jackson's going to like the rookie. I think Marquise Brown is going to be more the – you know, have those big games for you, like win you the weeks. I mm-hmm. think Rashad Bateman will be the more steady uh, – because they brought him in because he's sure-handed. Right. You know, that, that's why they brought him in, because he's a possession receiver. And they want to give that guy, or they want to give Lamar Jackson another guy that's kind of in the mold of Mark Andrews, where you throw him the ball, he catches the ball. You know what I mean? Yep. So I got Bateman finishing the year, and as a rookie, it's a really good year, 842 yards on 75 catches with – uh seven touchdowns i got marquise brown at 50 catches for 650 yards and five touchdowns it's funny that we got pretty much the same yards to two guys are just flipped i think dude it pisses me off i think rashad bateman's talent though is going to get wasted here just because of the lack of passing work he's going to get yeah it's just like not if, he went to, if he went to the packers and aaron Rodgers was still there oh, shit. think like jordy nelson or randall cobb you know what i mean that's all i yeah. could think um, I got Sammy Watkins for like 300 yards and three touchdowns. Jeez, you were nicer. I'm a little bit nicer than you were here. I've got him for 350 and two touchdowns. <laughs> I just don't believe he's going to stay on the field. I don't think he's fantasy relevant anymore. He's not. If not, you can't be fantasy relevant with the Chiefs, you're not going to do it in Baltimore. Yeah. Well, it's almost like we were just talking about McCole Hardman. Like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. All right. And here's the probably one of the better offensive position players on the team mark andrews their best offensive weapon i think outside yeah, of jk dobbins outside of lamar jackson really well i'm talking about non-quarterback <laughs> players not running back uh, plus quarterbacks i got mark andrews at 109 targets 79 receptions 907 yards and seven touchdowns because i think they're going to use the running game so much more this season as you can see with the 16 touchdowns I've got Mark Andrews at 800 yards and eight touchdowns. You said that like you were going to greatly disagree with me, but you had one more touchdown and only 100 less yards. I told you, the, the AFC North is pretty vanilla here. I think besides my huge predictions with Dobbins It's vanilla, but Lamar there is Jackson, a lot of, there's a lot of fantasy-relevant players that come out of it, which is weird. They are, but you kind of know what you're getting with them. Right, yeah. There's no dark horses here. There hasn't been much for, like, that big change, really. I mean, if you get 16 touchdowns, you're going to shit your pants, but. (laughs) If I knew your stats were going to be right on him, I'd be drafting him fucking everywhere. Everywhere. I don't know. Like, I I still wouldn't mind having Lamar Jackson on my team, but, like, in that scenario, Mm -hmm. crazy. Maybe I'm being a little bit too bold. Maybe it's more like 14, but you know, we'll go with 16. I'll go a little bit bold because we got to be a little bit more bold. I almost put him at 11 and I'm like, ah, that seems like a lot. (laughs) Then you come out with 16. I'm like, geez. What is the record for rushing quarterbacks touchdowns? It's got Lamar Jackson's got to have it. Hold on. We're going to find this out right on air. Him, Him and Vic. What is the record for rushing touchdowns by a quarterback? 
rushing touchdowns of any quarterback in NFL history, and he's still adding to his total. I want per season. Week 17 of the 2020 season, <laughs> Newton has run for 70 touchdowns. Hold on, one more time. That does what not is help. the season rushing touchdown record for QB? Did I say that right? God, it's the same one. The most rushing. You are not gonna get it. It is not Google, you crazy bastard. It's all right. You can Google it while we're talking, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you? Want yes, to as you can see, we're experts. We just Google everything. Experts. I Google everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can uh, move on to your next team. It is the Browns. If you want to start talking about Mayfield. Oh, all right. So I think Mayfield's going to have a very similar season to what he had last year. Um, but you're going to see second half of the year, Baker Mayfield. So I've got him at 4,000 yards, 29 touchdowns, and nine interceptions. So I think he's going to get those interceptions under control. He's going to continue on the path he's on. And this is going to be a very bar- balanced, well-run Browns team this year. Yeah, I, uh, I think it's a lot. Mm-hmm. a lot of the same as last year. Okay, so the rushing touchdown record for a quarterback is Cam Newton. Uh, 13 touchdowns. So he would break the record by three, but add an extra game, it's possible. It's not insane. It's, just, it's such a large number. Um. I can see it now. I'm going to get the random Christian voicemail. Joe, your take was absolute your trash. Take was, your take on Lamar Jackson is trash. <laughs> I love it. My favorite. Um, yeah, so Baker Mayfield, uh, I, I'm sure you already said this, but I wasn't actually listening. What was the yardage and everything? 4,000 yards, 29 touchdowns, nine interceptions. I swear to God. Really? Again? 4,100 yards, 32 <laughs> touchdowns, and nine interceptions. I swear to God, we don't call each other before and tell each other what we're wearing before. Oh, my goodness. This is ridiculous. Holy shit. Yeah, no, we, we need did, Ryan we and have some cut. more parody. I know. <laughs> this is some bullshit. I'm sorry to our heck right. fandom. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of, you know, garbage time happening right now. We're just kind of in line. Where's all the arguing? Um, <laughs> okay. I, we got to get there at some point. Uh, all right. What do you got for the running backs? Nick, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Maybe we'll have a little bit of parody here. Some of my Maybe. coworkers said I was a little bit low on Nick Chubb. I've got Nick Chubb at 1,120 yards on 205 attempts, nine touchdowns. And he's going to have 18 receptions this year. Yeah. You're definitely lower than me. Not so much yardage. I don't know how. I have him for almost a hundred. How many rushing or rushing attempts did you have him for? Two hundred and five. I want to do some math real quick. So, how many yards? One thousand one hundred and twenty. Two hundred and five attempts. Let's see if I can't math. Is that five point four yards per carry? Mm-hmm. You've got him rushing for five point four yards per carry. Maybe I just got math off, but that's the yardage I've got him at. Because <laughs> I thought I was, you know, I'm, I'm pretty high on Nick Chubb. I think he's a great running back. I got him for 301 carries mm-hmm. at uh, just under 1,400 yards. 
I think my attempts would need to go up then. I just, like I said, I didn't math right, I don't think. But I do think that'll be the yardage. Yeah, I've got him, yeah, I mean, I've got him at like 4.6 yards per carry, which is a really That's... good season. I don't know what I did there. But all right, <laughs> we'll go with your take, okay? I got him for 15 touchdowns mm-hmm. rushing. Jesus. Wow. Uh, yeah. I think he's going to have a monster year. Uh, that's why I was happy when he came back to me in our dynasty in round two mm-hmm. and he was still sitting there. I'm like, whoop, pulling that trigger. Right. Uh, I have also got him for 17 receptions, 206 yards, and only one receiving touchdown. Okay. So we'll just ignore my number of attempts because obviously I couldn't figure that out in my head. Five and a half yards per carry. Oh yeah, so I'm I'm a little bit less on him here because I think Kareem Hunt's going to have a pretty decent year again because they're not. There's no way they're not going to use him. The the formula was working perfect for them early in the season. I mean, Chubb was fantastic, but they're going to let Kareem Hunt get his too because he's a great running back too. So I've got Hunt at 800 yards. I've also got him 400 yards receiving and six touchdowns total. I think he's going to have a good year again. So I guess this will be my kind of hot take. I've also got Kareem Hunt over a thousand yards rushing. Wow. Shit. Just over. It's 1,012. But with the extra game, it's possible. Right. And I got him for two 230 carries, which I believe I gave him a similar 4.5, 4.6 yards per average. This mm-hmm. offensive line, they've done nothing but get better. Right. You know what I mean? Kevin Stefanski just wants to run the ball. You know what I mean? Baker Mayfield played better when they were able to running it and get the play action going. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I also got Kareem Hunt for 40 receptions, 450 yards, and three touchdowns. I really think the running backs of this team are the way you want to go for fantasy. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, I like both of these guys. I think, I think if Nick Chubb was the only running back in this backfield, I mean, he'd be right up there for the number one rusher on the AFC side. Uh, he's immensely talented, but man, Kareem Hunt is too. And he could be right up there too. If he was on his own team, they're, they're just both fantastic running backs and it's a fun tanner to watch. And it's good for the Browns for their potential to get to the playoffs again this year and challenge the chiefs, um, which will be very hard. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. I think the Browns challenge to win this division. I think it's between I, the Browns I think they and will, Ravens. I think they will win this division. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think um, it's between the Browns and Ravens. I, I think I would give the Browns a slight edge, but mm-hmm. I think on a bolder take, I think the Steelers might finish in last. Eh, I don't know about it, that. It's it, it's hard because of their defense. I don't know. That Bengals offensive line is pretty bad. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it's hard. Like it's, it's like I, between the top place and the last place, mm-hmm. it's like razor thin. Like, uh, Ravens or Browns, either one could win the division, and then Steelers and Bengals, either one could lose the division. Like, <laughs> I think the Steelers are more talented. Um, and just they're not the Bengals aren't physical enough to beat the Steelers yet. I don't think they're heading in the right direction. They've got the right kind of players, but they need to build in the trenches, which they seem to neglect every year. And I don't understand why, because, you know, you kind of have to protect your franchise quarterback. Right. Yeah, yeah. dude, the more I think about the Lamar Jackson take, like the more I want to backtrack on it, but I can't, <laughs> I predicted three quarterbacks. were going to get over a thousand yards, 
But now I'm sitting there, I'm like, what is he, Josh Allen? He's just going to get on the red zone and just like plow it in every time. Like, and he's a- never really been that guy. Yeah, I don't His know. touchdowns always come from like over 20 yards out, and he just made everyone look stupid and just runs it in for a touchdown. Shit, man. I might have been drinking the Kool Aid when I did those stats. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I might come back with a different take on our next episode. I thought you were going to be like really high on Kareem Hunt, and I was going to ask you if it was kind of biased from last year. But I'm not. You had him on your team. No, actually, I have him projected for higher than you. <laughs> Maybe I was smoking something uh, during the Lamar Jackson take. I just, I'm backtracking my head. I'm like, that is so many for such a tall, so lanky many. quarterback. I don't know. All right, let's we'll, we'll see. Let, I'll give I'll give you a new prediction on the next episode. I'll do a little. All bit right, cool, cotton. cool, cool. No, no, we're sticking to this one. Like you're you're <laughs> locked in, buddy. You wait till next year when he doesn't rush for 16. But if he rushes for 16, I'm bowing to you. I'm going to ask you your secrets, what exactly you were smoking. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's move on to the wide receivers. Uh, the top three on the depth chart were Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, and Richard Higgins. Uh, who do you think is – the top wide receiver it'll be odell but he's gonna fall into line a little bit because if he doesn't they're gonna kick his ass out of town because they saw he they could be productive without him last year um he's still gonna have a good year he's still gonna be odell but it's gonna be just a slightly more teammate like odell he'll have 1100 yards and six touchdowns i don't have a single wide receiver over a thousand yards on this team (laughs) Fantastic. I got Jarvis Landry is the closest at 992. Mm-hmm. Odell at 868. And then I, Richard Higgins, I got at 578. Mm-hmm. Odell's biggest thing with me is I don't like projecting injury, but I also won't overlook it. And with Odell over the past, what, four or five, actually his entire career, he has proven to me that he is just – Glass. Glass. Dude does not stay healthy. There's no way he's playing all 17 games. I I can't see it. I don't I think he I could mean, still he, hit he could still hit 1,100 hertz not playing every single game, but I don't think he's gonna sure. go down with a season ending. You gotta remember too, they have a lot of younger receivers that they'll probably get in and out, so they'll get Odell out on some plays. So 1,100 yards I don't think is out of the realm of possibilities here. So I'm being optimistic about right. his upside. But I'm not believing he's the Odell of old where he's going to get 1,500 yards. It's just it, – it's past that. He's yeah. not doing that anymore. Yeah. Um, to um, round out this wide receiver court, too, which is where you were going to go before, I rudely interrupted you um, about Jarvis Landry at 700 yards, five touchdowns. And I think between Rashad Higgins and Donovan Peoples-Jones, they'll have 1,000 yards between the two of them and five touchdowns. But how the hell do they divide that up? I've got no idea. Right. I – uh a dark horse or maybe someone to keep an eye on during preseason. They drafted that. uh, What's his name? Anthony Schwartz. And I've heard a lot of people. He's a, he's a really speedy wide receiver. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm wondering if maybe towards the second half of the year, if there is an injury to one of these other guys, or maybe even just surpassing if they trade Odell. (laughs) Or if the trade or or if you know he might just be able to pass like Rashard Higgins and some of these other, you know, third and fourth wide receivers on the depth chart. 
he might be someone to look into. Um, could potentially have a not a good year this year, but might be someone to keep your eye on just for for next year, I suppose. We'll see. Uh, so the tight ends, uh, Austin Hooper and David Njoku. Um, they, I think I'm pretty sure last year I thought that the Austin Hooper signing wasn't going to mean much. I thought David Njoku was going to be more of the guy, but I was I was wrong on that. They used Hooper and they didn't really use Njoku. I'm pretty sure Njoku got injured, wasn't there all year, but mm-hmm. even when he was, they didn't they didn't use him as much. Yeah, I think they're gonna heavily neglect the tight end position though. I don't think Hooper's gonna have that good of a year either. I've got I had him, him for hundred targets. I don't have him for hundred targets. <laughs> 100 targets, 72 yards, 780, 72 yards, 72 receptions, 785 yards, mm-hmm. and six touchdowns. I've got him at 500 yards, five touchdowns. So I think he'll get his touchdowns, but yeah, I think he's not going to be utilized correctly. All right. Anybody else on the Cleveland Browns we need to discuss? I mean, Njoku, if you think he's going to have a good year again, but you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. And the last team in this division is the Cincinnati Bengals. Whew, here um, we go. I, I'm pretty sure there's probably going to be a disparency here right at the top with Joe Burrow. You sure? So I'll let you go first. So I see him having a kind of Matt Stafford-like year. I think he'll be okay. I've got him at... 4,700 yards, 32 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, and a rushing touchdown. Okay, maybe not then. I got him for 4,500 yards, 26 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and two rushing touchdowns. See, I've got the touchdowns and interceptions ticked up a little bit because I think their defense is going to be absolute shit. So I think they're going to be playing from behind. So that's why I've got him having – Similar to Matt Stafford numbers. I've got him throwing for 663 attempts. Holy shit. But yep. not, not completely out of the realm of possibility either. If that that is, offensive line that's actually, and his defense is bad. That's actually less than what they were on pace for when he was starting the 10 games last year. Isn't that crazy? It's actually less. He's going to have to carry that team. Yeah. Uh, It'll be hard lying down in the grass, though. I I can almost guarantee we will have discrepancy with this next person. You mean Joe Mixon? I do mean Joe Mixon. What do you got? You kind of want to hear yours first? I've got him at 970 yards, six touchdowns, and three receiving touchdowns. Yeah, I've got him for almost 1,300 yards. <laughs> 11 yeah, so, touchdowns and three receiving touchdowns. Yeah, so I kind of have him having a bit of a disappointing season because the Bengals, like I said, have a very bad offensive line. They're going to abandon the run early. There's potential for him to get hurt, so I statted him quite a bit lower than you'd have, and I think drafting him is just a mistake this year. I don't like him, and I think he's just going to be disappointing. And the thing is – you're drafting him at. 
I only have him for four point or four point two yards per carry, but I have him having three hundred and eight attempts. Man, the Bengals. He he does ran, that. He's gonna get hurt with that offensive line. The Bengals. The Bengals ran so many plays last year. Um, their defense really hasn't improved, so they're going to allow people to score a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think their offense is good enough that they'll be able to stay in games enough to be not one-dimensional. I think they're going to be forced to be one-dimensional, and they're going to have very a very similar offense to the Chargers of old, which is they fall behind quite a bit, and then Phillip Rivers would kind of hunt them back into the games by passing a shitload. That's why I've got them at 4,700. But also, I got Joe Mixon at 50 receptions for just under 500 yards. Because they don't really have anybody else on this team behind Joe Mixon. No, because Bernard's gone. Right. They got rid of Gio Bernard. They've come out and they said they want Joe Mixon to be their three-down guy. I just think the volume is going to be there. It's going to propel him to have a really good fantasy year. No, and also, my dynasty team would gonna, love that. I think he's going to suck ass, but we'll see. So, wait, what do you feel about their offense? Do you think they're going to have a good offense? I think they're going to have a good passing game. I just think they're going to have a very bad rushing game because you're just going to – you're going to stack the box because they're going to be after Joe Burrow. They have a terrible offensive line. So, he's going to have to play from the shotgun, and they're going to be passing a ton, like I told you. It's just – it's going to add up to disaster where he's going to have a bad first half. And then he's just going to be absolute garbage time. In the They're second. not going to be able to stack the box against him though. With pass rushers. Yes, they will. Well, that's not stacking the box. Stacking the box is having like the linebackers in it, but they're not going to be able to do that because they're going to have they're three riders. They're going, it doesn't matter. They're not going to have to cover the corners because he's going to be flat on his back this year. Uh, going to send pass rushers. I, your stats feel like that. You're very high on their offense, but like your we words gotten, are saying, we haven't gotten to the receivers. I'm, you, you'll see. Right. But my thing is like, you already said he was going to throw for 4,700 yards yes. and 32 touchdowns. Yes. But like your words don't mimic. That. The receivers are going to have a good year because they're perfect garbage time wide receivers. But, and that's my point though. If the receivers are having good years, mm-hmm. then they're not, People aren't going to stack the box if the receivers are having these good years. They're going to have to drop people into coverage to make sure these receivers aren't blowing the doors off of them. No, that's a bunch of bullshit because they're going to fall back early in these games because they're going to try to establish a run because they're going to want to. And they're going to do this for a lot of the season. Then they're going to come out in the second half and realize, oh shit, we're down by 14 and we're going to have to pass because he's been on his back the whole game. So, no, the receivers will have very good season, but that's going to be because of the second half of the games, not because of the first half of the games. You're going to see the pattern of that this year. All right, go with the receivers. All right, so I've got Jamar Chase at 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns as a rookie. I've got him for 850 and four. So I'm obviously higher there. I've got Tyler Boyd. 900 yards, five touchdowns. 8, 11, and four. T. Higgins, 1,100 yards, nine touchdowns. 905. 
Drew Sample, 450 yards, three touchdowns. 402. <laughs> so I'm higher on the wide receivers. Yeah, I just – I think they all take away from each other. And not only that, back to Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. Like, if he's really getting pressured all this much, then he's going to end up like – that. You can't just at me and expect me to stop talking. Like, I'm going to – I want to make my point. Um, <laughs> uh, then do it. If if Joe Burrow is under this much duress, and I, I know their offensive line is not the best, they are getting a first-round pick from last year back. That can help it a little bit. Um, but if he's under this much duress, he's just going to dump it off to Joe Mixon. He's going to get dropped behind the line. It off behind the line. <laughs> That's what's gonna didn't happen, you just, buddy. Did you just say he was gonna have like a Philip Rivers type year? Isn't that what you just said? Passing the ball, Philip Rivers didn't pass it to his running back, so he passed it to his receivers and tight end. <laughs> Do you not remember Austin Eckler from two years ago? <laughs> Rivers played for like 15 years, dude. He didn't have Eckler for 15 years. <laughs> yeah, but Melvin Gordon was always good. Because of the oh, passing down God. work? No, you're right. He did pass to it, but it's just a microcosm example, and Mixon's not going to get the passing work for it. It's going to go to his receivers because they're going to be in shotgun, so he's not going to throw screens to Mixon. Mixon's going to have a disappointment. I'm not talking about screens. I'm talking about, like, dump-offs, like, <laughs> like five yards down the field. Not going to work. Three yards down the field. It's going to sputter. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's my just, Julio for this year. I guess I just don't understand how – you could say that Joe Burrow is going to have like negative three seconds to throw a ball, and yet these receivers are going to be so good by getting down the field. If he doesn't have time to throw the ball, the receivers are never going to get open. Listen, okay. He's going to start the first halves under center like, right. they, want, like they want to run a professional offense. This is how Detroit would start their games, correct? Under center. Then the running game doesn't start working. You start going down to the scoring. So you come out in the second half in the shotgun. Yeah, he's but gonna Joe... Few, he's going to have a few more seconds to pass. But, so guess what? He's not going to be getting as sacked as much in the second half. You're gonna but get Joe Mixon is a lot better of a running back than anyone the Lions have ever had outside of Barry Sanders. doesn't matter if you're getting flanked on every side. You're not going to be a good running back if you don't have a good offensive line. So my stats are projected from what... Joe Mixon was doing last year when he was on the field. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the fact that there's no one else there. There's Samaje P. Ryan, and they drafted that Chris Evans. And I know his name is Chris Evans, but he's not Captain America. Like. But there was also a reason why they brought Giovanni Bernard in on passing downs. It's not Mixon's forte. Because they had Giovanni Bernard. Mm-hmm. Now they don't have anybody. So if it was a better Mixon's- passing running back, they would have had him on the field. I understand Giovanni Bernard was a good. I'm not, I'm not saying he is a better. Pa- I'm saying he's better than anybody else on the team at the moment. Correct, but it doesn't mean he's going to be successful in that role. And I'm predicting he's not going to be. But <laughs> the receivers. Here's gonna your have garbage time. time. We were waiting <laughs> for it. We found it. I knew it was going to be this. Uh, I just, I, you just like, you're, you're bashing the offensive line and like, 
I understand the garbage time, like end of the game production, but you're talking about him having like no time to throw the ball, even out of the shotgun. Okay. I'll give you another example. It doesn't have to be the Lions, okay? We'll take Pittsburgh from last year, okay? How fucking horrible was their running game last year? Terrible, right? Were their yeah. wide receivers playing successful in trash time? Yes. Yeah, but their wide receivers. That'll be your microcosm then. Take that as an example. So Nixon doesn't have to have Again, a successful year. For when that James Conner was on the field, James Conner was having good games. Not in the second half of the season. He was injured. He got injured. He didn't play. Of which course, also, Benny Snell which didn't. Have. Which I'm also accounting for for Joe Mixon. He's going to get pounded this year. Oh, God. Maybe. Not maybe. He's going to get hurt. He's going to be limping around in games. He's not going to be 100%. This is going to be a disaster for him. But Joe Burrow could easily, just as easily get hurt if you're talking about him getting sacked 80 times in the first half. <laughs> Being optimistic for him, at least. Why are you optimistic for the guy who literally got injured last year? Like, his knee straight destroyed, <laughs> who's not going to be a hundred percent even come week one. Probably won't be a hundred percent until halfway through the year. Because they're going to rely on Mixon and Mixon's going to get hurt. <laughs> it's it's like a off. chicken. It's like a chicken and egg scenario. Going to sacrifice him to the NFL <laughs> gods instead of your quarterback. So what you're saying, okay. Here's the, here's the fantasy advice for you, uh, heckling fandom. Draft Joe Mixon because your first five, six weeks are just going to be straight clot, uh, quantity. And he's just going to have great games because that's all they're going to do. He's going to disappoint But you. then trade him away because in a couple weeks, he's just going to get injured. <laughs> sure. Oh, let's get to these wide receivers. That was a lot of time on Joe Mixon. Well, we kind of went to the wide receivers and then it circled back. <laughs> Joe Mixon. At Shit. least I don't have him for like, 16 rushing touchdowns. No, that's Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I'm not going to let that go. Anyway, what do you got Tyler Boyd at? I don't remember anymore. I thought, didn't we already go through all these eight and... 804 touchdowns. We got through mine. I don't think we got through your receiver. I think I said mine right after you said yours. Maybe. I'm just so – you're right. You did. I was so stuck on the Joe Mixon conversation. We just moved on from it. 16 rushing touchdowns. Won a game. Won a game. See, that, that hurts me because I say won a game, and then I'm like, well, that's possible. And then I'm like, is mine too low? So no, now, now we're both like trying to like go the other way with Lamar Jackson's rushing. <laughs> I'm gonna get shit on for that take so bad. I know it. It's gonna be great. Oh god. It's gonna be wonderful. Too bold. No, I'm hey, we made it through the AFC North. <laughs> we hit the almost, that roller coaster. Almost unscathed. Almost unscathed. <laughs> Freaking Joe Mixon. Lamar Jackson, 16 touchdown. Joe Mixon, a disappointing running back. <laughs> Goodness. I'm just Ooh. saying, if Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon have the seasons I think they're going to have, I'm, win I'm winning our Dynasty League. Like, flat out. They don't. You're going to have a, the same kind of season you had in our auction league. 
Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, right. this, this has been a long Friday night. You want to get us out of here? <laughs> sure, I can push the button. I've got a button. Where can oh, they I find us, Ron? The, I keep forgetting to hit the bell button when we get into arguments. It's okay. You can use it on another one. I'm using it right now. Okay. That was for the previous. In this corner. Oh, that Ron's was for the Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's honor. In the other corner, Joe shitting on Joe Mixon's honor. Oh, on. man. All right. Anyway. All right. You can find us, us uh, on our website, www.garbagetimeff.com. Uh, through there, you can find everywhere that we have our podcast listed. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We are on YouTube at Garbage Time Fantasy Football, Instagram at Garbage Time Fantasy Football, Simplecast, iHeart. Yep, Ryan Show. Mention Ryan Show. Oh, yes. Don't forget to go check out uh, Garbage Time Presents the MMA podcast. Uh, the last episode, wasn't that the one where they had the guest? They did. They had a actual... Uh, I can't remember what he instructed, what type of martial arts that he did. I don't remember either, and I'm going to let you continue. Muay Thai. This whole Muay Thai. He was a Muay Thai instructor. And they had him on. like a genius if you remember that, right? I'm pretty sure I did because <laughs> I am a genius. Don't, don't, don't forget it, all right? Um, what did I miss? Yeah. I don't know. I'm hitting the button. Oh, Now I hope Joe Mixon comes and gets 60 touchdowns. I'm changing that next episode.